Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this special interview episode of It's a Fandom Thing. I was very, very honored to sit down with actor and producer Chaz Bono to talk about his latest film, Bury the Bride. This is a horror film that has, oh my gosh, just one of the best twists I've seen recently. It's on Tubi right now, so please, please go watch it. We don't spoil stuff in here because we were very, very adamant that we weren't going to spoil certain things that happen in this movie, but I do highly recommend going out, seeking it out, and watching it. And without further ado, here is my interview with Chaz Bono. I hope you enjoy it, and thank you so much for listening. So I'm really excited to talk to you about uh, this movie, and I wanted to first know, because you are, not only do you star in this, but you also are producing it. So that tells me that you probably really, really loved the script, I would think. And what was it about the movie and about the character of Puppy that uh, attracted you? Well, I don't want to give too much away about the yeah. movie. So, but, um, so basically, I'll give you a little backstory. So I had been, my manager actually has been, had been on me for years about like, you got to start you know, creating content, producing stuff. You can't just, you know, wait for parts to come to you. Really drilled that into my head. And so um, when I met uh, Chrissy Fox, who is also managed by the same person, he got us together and we just really hit it off and did a couple smaller projects. And, And I started talking to her about, you know, being interested in producing and uh they had you know they had this script very the bride it, it you know that she wrote they they co-wrote but and so when i read it yeah i just i you know i i thought it was a fun horror movie um i like the action and the suspense aspect of it uh i like the end a lot that kind of really sold me i think and with Puppy, so I actually had come, I mean, I knew there was going to be a part. I just, I didn't know which one they wanted me to play. So when when they first were like, we want you to play Puppy, I was like, Puppy, he, he doesn't speak. <laughs> and and Chrissy was like, look, Eve, please trust me on this. It's a great character. It's, you know, it's harder to not to act without speaking. And she's like, and, you know, when you finally do, it's going to be a really impactful, you know, moment in the movie. So I trusted her and, um, and yeah, I was, I'm, you know, I'm really happy with how, you know, that character portrayal, you know, came out. I think it's, it's exactly what, you know, what she said. And it was, it was a totally different, um, kind of challenge because you know I, I knew that my characters is going to tell his story at a certain point and 
So without talking, I had to kind of lay down that foundation so that, you know, when I finally did tell my story, you know, audiences would hopefully be like, okay, all right. Now some of, you know, some of the stuff he was doing makes sense. So yeah, that's kind of the story behind the, that character. And, and yeah, it was, it was really fun. And also I didn't have to be worrying about lines. Like when other actors were <laughs> before we were shooting, you know, looking at their script furiously trying to, you know, get those last lines. I was, you know, just hanging out chilling. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and speaking of that with not having the lines until, like you said, that one moment comes along there are so many moments I noticed in this where um, when the camera cuts to puppy and you are like listening to the story of like how, you know, um, how Mike lost his ear and you're listening to that. And there's this look on puppy's face of like, it seemed like a combination of fear and also um, almost insecurity. Did you find that with puppy? Yeah. I mean, you know, Puppy is is treated pretty badly by those guys. And so, you know, for me, you know, obviously I knew I could speak. So not speaking really for me as the character became a choice because, you know, I don't want to speak to these guys. I don't want, I'm not, you know, I'm not exactly like them, even though I look like them. So, yeah, that, you know, those, those type of choices worked you know, work really well, I think. And there was a, a you know, um, a, a fear and a vulnerability, but mostly, and without giving, trying to give anything away, I really, to me, Puppy was, is somebody with, you know, really bad uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And that, you know, what's happening this weekend, you know, this, over this, bachelorette weekend what happens is very triggering you know for puppy and that was kind of what you know i was trying to go for is that i don't don't want to see what's about to happen happen yeah and that really really came across so um really just great job doing that jazz seriously because I think, like you said, that is harder if you don't have the dialogue to rely on and you have to convey so much with the eyes and not just the face, but with the eyes. Yeah. So and you could totally see the fear there, the trepidation. Um, and you could definitely tell your character was very different from these other characters. Just yeah. With that. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And without giving it away, what 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 I love so much is you're watching this, and then at about the thirty minute mark, it's like it just takes this turn that you weren't expecting. Like when you watch the trailer, everything. When you were reading the script, did do you already know about the turn, or when you read that, did that also shock you? <laughs> I think I did know about the turn because because for for you know Chrissy talking to me about it and how she came up with it, and and it's so hard to talk. You know she. Know. She wanted to create a different type of of character in what you find out than we normally see, and um, so yeah, it it I, I, honestly I didn't think it was going to be as big a surprise as it was. I mean, we I was just at, at Panic Fest and we screened there, and literally at that moment of reveal, there was this you know huge sigh from the audience that they and and yeah and just people love that because I think 
you go in and you, you, you know, you, you think you really think it's going to be a certain type of movie mm-hmm. and then not. And yeah, it was, that was pretty cool actually being there for that and, and hearing the audience. Like, oh, you know, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I audibly gasped when I was watching at home. <laughs> <laughs> so it definitely worked. It definitely worked. Cause I was, you know, my mind from just watching the teaser, I was like, Oh, okay. It's going to be this certain type of movie. Right. And then when that hits, I'm like, Oh, that's so cool. Cause it's a totally different than you expected. So yeah, exactly. And um, I know you've also done horror with like American horror story and stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm, that's my personal favorite genre because I think you can push so many boundaries with horror that you can't do. Definitely. That yeah. And I think, and I don't know if you saw this too, I think in this movie and um, especially also with the ending, which of course we won't talk about, but I think there is kind of a theme in here of like um, some politics with, men and the way right. some men can attack and chase and almost hunt women. Did you find that to be the case with this group? Yeah, very much. I mean, I, I, you know, I think the film really looks at, you know, toxic masculinity to the nth degree with, with the, you know, the most of the male characters in this and then um, what ends up happening and the way it ends, the ending of it is just, at least for me, was so impactful. You know, when I read it and and even in the film, it's just, it's one of my, you know, favorite moments is just that very end of the film. Yeah, I, I loved that because of, I, I don't want to say it's hard because yeah. I'm like, I want to say, but I don't want to say because I want people to watch the, watch it and find out for themselves. Um, but yeah, as, as a, woman watching it and as a woman who loves horror and you know that can be a very complicated relationship sometimes with the genre right it it was very nice nice to see so yeah and I I think that's a lot of why a lot of women watch horror is for getting that that power so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the I definitely saw a lot of that the the dynamics the gender dynamics and yeah I mean the great I mean we have a it you know, a great, a strong, you know, female lead performance in this and, and who ends up, you know, kicking some butt. So, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's great to see. And also I think the relationship between the women are really great. I mean, it's, it's complicated. There's, you know, there's complications obviously between the two sisters and, you know, the friends who have known each other forever and, so you know but but the you know the solidarity that then occurs when you know you when stuff starts to go bad you you really get like oh these these women love each other you know uh really deeply there's just you know silliness pettiness you know jealousy things that that you know have gotten in the way beforehand yeah yeah and to have so many characters, including the male characters as well, having so many different dynamics and not just being um, fitting into one kind of stereotype, like everybody is this type right. of male character and this type of female character, I think it was also really nice to see too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'm wondering, because, you know, this is a very independent movie, of course, and as a producer, since you're looking at it, the pr- producing side, 
how how was that different than doing just the acting? Like, did you have to separate the two jobs? No, not no. What I found was that it just you know being a producer, I don't just made me feel that much more invested in this project. And you know, I mean, usually, especially with indie projects, um, as an actor, you go, you you know, you do your work, you do the best job you can, and then you have to kind of you know, let it go because you, you, you usually as, as an actor, you don't have any idea when it's coming out. You have no idea who's going to end up buying it. You know, you, you just know nothing. And um, what was so great with this was to, you know, be involved in a project from, from post and from uh, pre-production really all the way through now. Now it feels like, okay, we're, we're giving the film over. And um, so I, I liked, you know, I liked helping with the casting process. I liked, you know, being able to, you know, see um, the film at different stages and, uh, and, and I mean, just really every point until, until now it's, it was a really fun experience and, and something that I'm, I'm definitely doing again. And, and also, I, I mean, uh, Christy Fox and Spider One, you know, they're, they're really good at, at making, you know, these type of movies, really good at, at doing a lot with a little. And, and, and that was also exciting when we finally saw it. it. It just, you know, I remember them talking about, you know, their goal that it's going to be like, it's going to look great. It's going to look like you know, like an A24 film, you know, that's, and, and, uh, and it, you know, and it, and it does. And, and it's, it's just, it, you know, it's a, it was, it's a really cool thing to be part of the whole process. Yeah. And um, I mean, your face even lights up a little bit when you're talking about that. That's, <laughs> that's so awesome. And it does, it doesn't look, I mean, I don't like to use the word cheap, but it doesn't look like a movie that has, like a really, really small budget, like the, the, right. the effects and everything are really good, really well done. Um, they, they look so realistic and, and scary when they're supposed to look scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a great, great job with, with that. And, and, you know, horror, you know, especially when you're setting it in such a insular little place where it's just, you know, basically, basically one location, I'm sure yeah. that helped a lot. It, it did help a lot. And we, we did, we get, I mean, we got very lucky with our location because it had all of the different, you know, buildings in it on that location. So literally, I think the only thing that wasn't shot there is just the very beginning of the movie when they're driving up, but everything else we did, you know, on, on this property. And that was, you know, that was very helpful. Now we, we didn't, we did have some, like, we, we shot in Lancaster, California. So we were dealing with a lot of winds. That was that was kind of the thing that we fought the most. But, yeah, it, it ended up being a really, you know, a location that brought so much. And, like, for instance, the main house, you know, it was just, you see it in the film, but it honestly it was probably the most, like, oppressive and creepy dwelling I've ever been in in my life like I knew we didn't have this you know dress that set 
or anything. I mean, that's how it was. And like I had seen, um, lo- you know, location video of it and was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, but yeah, when I actually got to set for the first time and walked in that house, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> You don't want to sit down on anything, but this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you don't want to sit down on anything. I know I was like, I can't imagine sleeping there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Um, and I'm wondering then, Chaz, uh, what did you learn about yourself as an artist then through this process since you were doing the producing and also playing a character where you weren't speaking for most of it? Yeah, well, I I learned that you can do impactful acting without speaking that acting truly is reacting. And I, I learned that I, you know, that I want to keep working with Spider and Chrissy on stuff and, 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 you know, keep producing things with them. Awesome. And is there, I mean, if you can say, is there anything, any other projects that you're working on right now that you're producing? Um, Well, first I've got another film coming out, I think in October of this year, another horror film called uh, the bell keeper that I'm excited about. And then, yeah, we're in we're we're in pre production for the next film, uh, with with Crazy and Spider. So, and it's going to be very different from the Barry the Bride. I mean, one of their goals that they had set is that, you know, they really want you know every project to feel different. They know you know we don't want to repeat our stuff ourselves and everything. So this next one is is it's a much more you know, it's not a big ensemble cast. It's uh, much more relationship based, and we'll again be shooting like ninety percent of it in one location, which is great. But it's going to feel, you know, it's scary, super scary, and really cool. But um, yeah, but very different. Oh, wonderful! I can't can't wait to see it and. Seriously, great, great work on this because I, you know, once again, just applauding you with the fact that you didn't have the dialogue to work with and you did so many scenes. I mean, there, where you had, or when the camera cut to you, you could see all those different complexities within the the, the character of Puppy. So really just um, hats off to you for that. So thank you so much. I truly appreciate that. You're welcome. Sure. So thank you so much for talking to me. And I was a pleasure watching this movie and a pleasure chatting with you about it. So thank you. And good luck with with the rollout of it too. So thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure speaking with you as well. So thank you. Thank you again to Chaz for speaking with me. And once again, please, please go watch Barry the Bride on Tubi right now. Tubi is free. So go check it out. All my horror fans out there, you're going to love this one. So I highly, highly recommend it. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. On Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod. On TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. If you would like to be a potential interview guest on the show, please feel free to reach out to us via our website. It's a fandomthingpod.com. Click the contact us button there and that will shoot me an email. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.